the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along. The Wednesday edition of The Ride Home. We, um... We went away over the weekend, Kath. I told you this. Not you and I. No, no. <laughs> no. My wife and I, we went away. And we we brought treats with us. Because we were going to stay, you know, a little B&B and, you know. Want you want some, some snacks. In-room snacks, yeah. So, you know what we got? Dark chocolate-covered cashews. Man. Today's National Chocolate Day, if you're keeping score at home. And I might recommend those dark-covered chocolate Can you imagine Christy and I if we had chocolate-covered cashews? I eat cashews like it's my whole job right now. You give me the uh, peppermint cashews. No, not peppermint. Salt and pepper. I'm sorry, pepper. Peppermint cashew doesn't actually sound very good. (laughs) The way you said that. (laughs) I would eat that. I'd eat peppermint cashews. Would you? Yeah. Okay. The pepper cashews, yeah. salt and pepper cashews. Very nice. Which are so good. But dark chocolate-covered cashews. I bet that's... Just great. Well, I got a little sick. Oh, because you ate too many? Because I can't stop. I'm like, you yeah, know, yeah. my addictive tendencies sort of overtake everything. So, like, okay, I sat there well, how about Listener Shay, who supplied us with Junior Mints two days ago? Yep. They are so good. That's a distant memory. I ate the whole thing in the first hour. I, I just, I. Oh, yeah. You had like three. I, just, I have like two a day. You miss self control. No, I, I don't think that's what I am. Seriously. No, no, you are. You have a I'm great self control. I'm trying self-control. to fit in my pants. I'm like, you know, a train going down the hill. You know what I was thinking the other day? Because mm. I got a an email from a listener and uh, she said, it was, she was saying something about the show. And then she said, by the way, I also want to fit in my pants. Mm. And I thought, you know, we've been doing this show for 12 years. I think that more than anything is what people have commented to me. I think me, you're right about that, that. People come up to me and say, oh, I, you, you and how you want to fit in your pants. Right. And I just say get bigger pants <laughs> or elastic. Or what, what's the, uh, you know, the, uh, it's like a trademark thing, right? The uh, Hanes double stretch thing that they put I don't on. even know what that is. Okay, sorry. Yeah, just trying to make sense. <laughs> but I like that little, like, doing this. pantomime thing um, you were doing. In <laughs> which in radio doesn't really translate that no, really well. Really anyway. but, that's, but you know what? If you were watching, you, it would have translated. Yeah, if you want to watch. You can watch the program. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can tune in. We're streaming live on YouTube at the word Pittsburgh, the word Pittsburgh, so you can just log on there and leave right. your comments about John's, like, I don't know. Or you could say, pants. you know, he's not nearly as ugly as I thought he was. <laughs> How about that woman? Remember, she said, is that John Hall? Yeah. I said, yes. And she said, he's so much better looking than I expected. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the greatest dual compliment in insult. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's like both things. Quasimodo radio. <laughs> she thought you'd be terrible. You're like I'm drooling, you know. I got chocolate cashews coming down my face. I hope she's face. listening because that's one of the funniest things anyone's ever said. Oh, that's yeah, that's, that's high comedy. Yeah, I love that. Appreciate that. My parents appreciate it as well. 
Well, I bet they would have. They would have said, oh, aren't people sweet? <laughs> That's Johnny. Anyway, without further ado, uh, you always present us with the top news stories of the day, Kath, the uh, top news stories. Mm-hmm. So please give us the top four at four. Yep. Bring it. For Thursday, October 28th, 2021. Number one. Families and victims of the 2015 Mother Emanuel AME church shooting in South Carolina and the Department of Justice have released, have known, have reached a multi-million dollar settlement over multiple lawsuits in which the family's alleged federal regulators failed to prevent convicted murderer and white supremacist Dylan Roof from purchasing the gun he used to kill nine churchgoers. CBS News reports that the families and victims who filed the 2016 lawsuits argued Roof's earlier felony arrest for illegal drug use should have prevented him from purchasing a 45 caliber pistol. Then-FBI Director James Comey admitted the Bureau missed opportunities to flag Roof's prior arrest to the gun store, and inaccurate paperwork ultimately allowed the transaction to take place as the process continues. Day after purchasing the firearm, Dylan Roof, who was 21 at the time, walked into the church, took a seat with the church's Bible study group before opening fire during the closing prayer. Roof had expressed racist and white supremacist views and told the FBI he targeted the church because of its historically black membership. It's one of the saddest stories ever. Number two. An American Airlines flight from New York to Orange County, California, was diverted to Denver yesterday after a passenger allegedly assaulted a female flight attendant. According to CBS News, the flight attendant was taken to a local hospital, suffering broken bones to the face. American Airlines CEO Doug Parker called the incident, quote, one of the worst displays of unruly behavior we have ever witnessed. The passenger suspected of assaulting the flight attendant was apparently in first class. Really? How about that? No other injuries were reported. Mm. He'll have a first-class jail cell. He he probably will. Unruly passenger behavior on planes has been increasing since travel reopened after the early stages of the pandemic. The FAA has received almost 5,000 such reports, and more than 215 cases ended with penalties. Something I did not know, violence against airline employees is a federal offense, which it should be. Yes, it should be. Number three. Together, the ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach are responsible for about 40% of the country's imports, just those two ports. Now, cargo ships are being forced to wait offshore for an average of 10 days as the pandemic continues to impact supply chains and cause slowdowns. So while the ships are waiting out there en masse, unable to enter port and offload their containers, they idle. And while they idle, of course, they emit pollutants that are in close proximity to the people who live in these areas, right? And, of course, we know the danger of particulates emitted by diesel engines. So people are living there, and these ships are just sitting for extended periods of time. NBC News reports that in mid-March, there were about 25 carrier ships idling near the ports. Can you imagine seeing 25 ships out there? On Wednesday, there were 103. Of these, 74 were at anchor or idling, and 29 were docked. On average, the ships are now waiting about 10 days. Before the pandemic, there would be, on average, one ship waiting to unload. I mean, that's all well and good, but where's my package? <laughs> there And there's the problem. There you go. <laughs> Number four. Sorry. I don't mean to be. No trick-or-treating at the White House on Sunday, John. And you neither, Gilmore Girl. According to ABC News, President Joe Biden and First Lady Jill will be in Europe on Halloween, oh, and they will not be at the White House to help hand out candy and other treats. The president's with the Pope tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. And we're not filming that. They announced that. They're cutting off the video feed. 
Instead, the Pennsylvania Avenue side of the White House will be lit up in orange light to celebrate the holiday, said the First Lady spokesperson, Michael LaRosa. LaRosa did not mention the coronavirus pandemic in a statement, but he said Biden and his wife were encouraging family. <laughs> oh, great. Barbara Walters never did that. She never broke down on air like that. Listen to this. He said Biden and his wife were encouraging families and children to celebrate Halloween by trick-or-treating outdoors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's As your a... top four and four. All right. With full-size candy bars. <laughs> do people usually trick-or-treat in North? <laughs> well, yeah, of course they do. I mean, they go to, like, you know, parties and things like that, right? Private parties. Uh, does most trick-or-treating happen no, indoors? it doesn't, no. It seems like that's no. maybe a comment he didn't need no. to make. When you uh, have trick-or-treaters at your house, do you... I don't bring them into the house. You we don't? Do, could we just trick-or-treating outdoors? Well, like <laughs> people in our like neighborhood, like, you know, do. like in our neighborhood, like there were like neighbors who would say, come on inside, we want to see you. Didn't you ever do that? Mostly older that's people. Creepy. No, it's not creepy. They okay. just want to have a good look. Hey, you guys, let me see you, no. little sweethearts. No, no, I think trick-or-treating should happen outdoors. Well, yeah, but, you know, it's just, an, it's again, it's another, we talk about this all the time, another extension of neighborliness during trick-or-treating. Is to go time. inside somebody's yeah, house? Yeah, I don't yeah. believe I went in one person's oh, house we always did. all of my years of trick-or-treating. No, and as an adult, I always loved it because I was like, oh, I always see the, you know, the outside of your house. Now I get to see the inside, you know, the decor, you know. Right. Okay. Have you ever gone in someone's you house haven't? and trick-or-treating? No, that's Come, weird. That's yeah. not weird. It's no, it weird. There's no, nothing weird about it, you guys. It's Come weird. on. Seriously, you go to somebody's door, you knock on it and say, trick or treat. You don't say, can I come into your no, kitchen? and then people say, come on in. How are you? And they go, and they're just making small talk and they're, you know, engaging the kids. That's There's nothing weird about no that. No way. I got to get to the next house to get more candy. Yeah. Well, you know. you got to be out on the, your yeah. stoop or out on the porch doing What's your thing. What's going to slow You're you down? 60 some, seconds? I, I've, I don't think, never have I had a child come into my house on Halloween. Really? By the time they get up to my house, I want to give them a glass of water, sit down and have a little rest. And a full-size candy bar. <laughs> exactly. Which your wife already kiboshed, oh, so forget did. it. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we're not even going to be home. <laughs> They're like the Bidens. <laughs> we, went, we went from full-size bars <laughs> to shutting off all the lights. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. <laughs> we're not even going to be there. We're going to my sister's house. Mom, there's no one coming to my house. I'm telling you. That was a downturn. It was. Oh, no. I was all of a sudden I was getting like you know a Hershey bar with nuts in it. Yeah. Nothing now. In the five o'clock hour of today's show, Byron Borger will be with us. We'll talk about new books on the horizon. Also, does this make sense in that hour? Also, this day in Pittsburgh, the bus fell into the sinkhole on tenth. God bless them all. Coming up next, the joy of surrender. One hundred one point five W O R D. What was it like to walk with Jesus? This week on Through the Bible, we get a glimpse. Picture yourself in the crowd as he teaches on grassy hillsides or maybe imagine the look on a woman's face as Jesus heals her or watches Jesus steps off a boat and walks on water. That's all ahead, so hop aboard. Through the Bible, this evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. We all know health care costs are through the roof, but having insurance to back you up in uncertain times provides a sense of security to us, right? I'm Kathy Emmons, and about a year ago, I lost my sense of security when I lost my health insurance. It was a sudden thing, a COVID-era adjustment they had to make, my husband's employer said. But all of a sudden, after decades of being covered by the same people, I was on my own. But it turns out, not on my own. 
You know I've advertised for Todd Marley at Marley Financial for years now. I've loved the sound of what they offer to individuals and small businesses, but all at once I had to depend on them for my own health insurance. And wow, have they come through. From Todd, who took the time to explain all the options, to Carrie, who has walked through literally every bit of paperwork I've had, Marley Financial has been there for me. So if you're looking for a group of people who will be there for you, think Marley Financial. Find them online, marleyfg.com or at 724-884-1496. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. Coming to Pittsburgh November 4th, the Crowder Milk and Honey Tour. Good God Six Steps Records presents the Milk and Honey Tour featuring Sean Currents. Thursday, November 4th, 8 p.m. at Carnegie Music Hall in Oakland. Tickets on sale now at druskyentertainment.com. Crowder in concert. Tickets and info at druskyentertainment.com. Presented by Drusky Entertainment. What do you think about surrender? No, oh, I hate it. You do? Because you want what you want. Yeah. I mean, what, you like it? No, no, but there are times it's wise just, you know. Well, of course. I'm not saying it's not wise, surrender. but I'm saying usually it's a pretty difficult process. To do, right. Yeah, we, we want what we want when we want I it. think maybe over time you become wiser and you realize how important it is. Right. Or you just get exhausted raging and then you just <laughs> collapse. Exactly. Right? You do. Father Tom Sorok is back with us. Tom is the pastor of St. Nicholas Orthodox Church in Keys Rocks, Pennsylvania. Tom, welcome. You're here today to talk to us about surrender. Yeah, it is. Uh, I love that you said, Kathy, it's a process. Yeah. Because I think our whole life is a process. Um, there's one line that we say over and over again in our services as Orthodox Christians and, you know, sometimes you hear it so much that you sort of tune it out, but it's, it's because it's so important that we say it a lot. It says, let us commend ourselves and each other and all our life to Christ our God. And mm-hmm. this word commend is sort of like an older word, but it just means entrust. Let us entrust ourselves and each other and all our life to Christ our God. So, there is this constant process of trying to um, give my will to God. Um, Surrendering is entrusting my entire life to God, all my thoughts, all my actions, all my doubts, all my, all my decisions. My will has to be um, given over to God's will. And Christ himself 
is the greatest example of that. Mm-hmm. He, you know, from a theological standpoint, we say Christ has two wills, and that's because he has a human will and his divine will. And we see it, you know, like in the Garden of Gethsemane, where he says, not my will, but thine mm-hmm. be done. And he struggled with it, too. Right. Thy will be done. Right. Yeah. There's Christy. Thy will be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, but Tom, and I'm sure in these these modern days are not uh, any different from ancient of days where people right. just wanted what they wanted to do. It is a very difficult thing to subvert your will mm-hmm. to God. We think we're yeah, God. It's, well, yeah, it is difficult, but it goes back to our ancestors. This is the very uh, problem of the human condition, right? Why are we human? Why are we here? You know, what is the purpose of our life? And what we find in paradise, what we find in the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve, is that our, the purpose of our life is to be in communion with God. In other words, there is a kind of restlessness in us, and we don't know why we're here, and we don't really sort of settle that restlessness until we find the purpose of our life in God. To be in communion with God means to actually be obedient to the will of God for me. So what was it for Adam and Eve? Christ or God says to Adam and Eve, um, look, you can eat of all the trees of the, the garden, but there's one you can't. And that is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And therefore, if you follow that one commandment, you will have life. But they didn't. <laughs> they, they didn't follow the one commandment, do not eat, and therefore they died. And so what, what we see in that story is not just the reason why we die, but the very purpose of our life. That is, to, in order for us to be fulfilled as humans— Um, We are given a gift in us, and the gift is the image of God. But there is a, uh, there's something that's unfulfilled in us, and that is the likeness of God. To become like God, which we see in Christ, is to follow the will of God. Yes. So this, this, you know, it's, it's, it's funny how we, we put this, the joy of surrender. There is a joy in surrendering our will to God. But I would say, let's not sugarcoat this, right? The, the joy is, I don't have to follow my will anymore, but I have to follow something. And that is, I'm following the will of God. When we surrender to God, it kind of feels in the beginning like a series of losses. And, and one of the best examples is Paul, Saul, right? So Saul's on the road to Damascus. And he's killing Christians, and he's feeling good about himself, and he's, you know, he's going to round everybody up and, and send them off to their deaths. And he's going to protect Judaism. But what happens in Acts 9? In Acts 9, he's confronted by Christ himself. Uh, there's this light, and he, he falls to the ground. It says, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And then I love this line. When Christ says, who are you? Or when Paul says, who are you, Lord? He says, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the goads. And everybody kind of snickers like, what does that mean? And it's, it's the, it's the, um, the goad of a horse, right? 
a horse has to be bridled. There has to be a bridling of our life. We are, we're not simply created to kind of do what we want. And he is resisting the will of God. And, he, and God is saying here, don't resist my will. <laughs> you know, you have to cooperate with my will. I have great things in store for you. And then, of course, he goes blind. Uh, he meets Cornelius, et cetera, et cetera. And, and we know what comes out of that. The joy of surrendering is what comes later. But the act of surrendering is not joy. No, it's often painful, right? I mean, it really is. I mean, I, I think about, you know, um, the uh, AA 12 steps, right? Um, mm-hmm. We admitted we were powerless over alcohol, that our lives had become unmanageable. And, uh, you know, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity and then made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to Mm -hmm. God. You make a decision to surrender. But to get to that decision, you go through a heck of a lot of trouble and pain and heartbreak, not only for yourself, but for everybody else around you. Yeah. And I go back to, again, what Kathy said and exactly what you're saying, John. This is a process, and there may be some sins that we struggle with to our very dying day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as long as we are struggling, there will be joy. What does the Lord say? He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. He who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. He who does not take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. And we're, we're reminded in the uh, letter to the Hebrews that Christ himself, as I said at the beginning, is the example of all of this. So if you'll permit me just to read this short passage, it says, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, who were the witnesses? All those Old Testament saints that like, you know, were beheaded and put to the sword and burned and cetera, et cetera. So since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. In other words, the only way to joy this surrender is through the cross. There's no other way to do this. It, it, you know, sometimes people say that's the bad news of the good news, Mm -hmm. but the reality is there is joy in that. I don't have to make this up anymore. I don't have to do my own thing. I do have to do God's thing. And that the death of the old man in me comes very hard. It comes by the grace of God, but I have to cooperate with the grace of God. Father Tom Soroka is with us from St. Nicholas Orthodox Church in McKees Rocks. Uh, we're talking about surrender. Um, Tom, you just mentioned that the act of surrendering is in some ways, once you do it, easy because you've just given up the fight. Right. You know what I mean? I, I, I subvert myself. I, yeah, you just kind of, I mean, after you get to the point where you decide you're going to do it, then there's just kind of a place where you're thinking. I'm exhausted. Okay, I got right. nothing left. I'm tired of fighting this. Right. And, and St. Paul says the same thing. I don't do what I want to do. I do what I don't want to do. 
right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but, and he talks about this great mystery, but he, Who will deliver he, me he from glorifies this body of death. God in that. Yeah, he glorifies God in that. And he says, you know, thank God through our Lord Jesus Christ. He right? gives us the victory. This, yeah, he has the victory. And so um, I, I think sometimes we are beguiled by this, uh, if you'll forgive me for saying, kind of like an easy believism, where if, if you just trust in God, if you just say the sinner's prayer, right, everything will be great in your life. Uh, you'll get rich, you'll get all the jobs you want, you'll get, all, you'll get the wife or the spouse you want, right? It, it doesn't work that way. That, the gospel is very clear that the joy is set before us and in this particular life, of course, there will be joy. Of course, we will. We have our friends. We have our family. But we're not promised by Christ uh, a, a sort of a happy life. What are, you know, what are the Beatitudes? Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake. You know, all of this is showing us what leads to joy. But in order to get that joy, we have to surrender our will to God. That is the joy of surrender. The joy is, 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 prom, is, is trusting that the promises of God are true. This is the biggest thing that I find in my ministry is that when people doubt, they forget about the promises of God. The promises of God are true and every day. I have to remind myself, this is true. This is real. Yeah, this is a battle, right? We, we battle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities, right? But, but there is joy in this victory, and we have to keep reminding ourselves, not give up, that there is going to be a, a, a cost for this, but the, 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 the gift that is given to us in Christ will pay off in the end in eternal life. Amen. Amen and amen. If we surrender. Father Tom Soroka, Tom, talk to us about uh, St. Nicholas. <clears throat> so St. Nicholas Orthodox Church in McKees Rocks, right off the McKees Rocks Bridge. Uh, we have uh, our services are all listed on the website, orthodoxpittsburgh.org, Divine Liturgy at 10 a.m. Uh, on Sunday. And guys, if you don't mind me just saying we have a little fundraiser that we use for our various charitable endeavors this Saturday uh, from one to seven. And we'd love to see you. We have a, a dinner stuffed cabbage and chicken dinner. We'd love to have everybody come down and, uh, you know, join us for that. But we'd love most of all to have you come to church Sunday morning at 10 a.m. or Saturday evening at five. Fabulous. Always a pleasure, Tom. Thanks for being with us here today. Thank you, guys. Have a wonderful rest of the week. You as well. Tom Soroka, St. Nicholas Orthodox Church. Eat well on Saturday. Worship (laughs) on Sunday. We come back. We're going to talk about kids fighting in school and who shows up but dad. This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. 
Here's a story that's both difficult and delightful to share. It's Michael Woolworth with Bible League International, and Timbe was the village witch doctor's grandson in Mozambique, Africa. So growing up, he had no idea who Jesus was, but he eventually married. He and his wife had two sons who went missing one day, and about two weeks later, a search team would find those boys tragically dead. They were the victims of the grandfather's world of demons and child sacrifice, and this put Timbe and his wife into a deep depression. Couldn't even get out of the bed in the morning until a Bible League volunteer would introduce them to Jesus. They would go on to be trained to share their faith, and they lead Bible studies from Bible League all over that part of Mozambique, and about 200 people have seen the grace, the gumption of this couple to move forward despite the tragedy in their lives, and they need Bibles because they can't access them there. So at $5 a Bible in this final week of this campaign, would you please make your most generous gift by calling 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD, or give at wordfm.com. Hi, we're Katie and Ryland Weber, the founders of Convive Coffee. For more than five years, the heart of Convive has been to serve our community by sharing life and great coffee together. Sourcing beans from around the world, Convive Coffee samples and roasts right here in Pittsburgh. Come visit your local Convive Cafe at Adams Shops in Mars, McCandless Crossing, and Butler Street in Lawrenceville. We hope to see you soon at Convive Coffee. Lowe's Provember event is back, and we're thanking pros like you all month long. With buy one, get one free deals on select DeWalt power tools and top values like a Spider 2-pack of 4.5-inch diamond cutoff wheels for $14.98. Join us for Provember, going on now through November 24th. Shop in-store or at Lowe's.com slash Provember. Lowe's, the new home for pros. While supplies last, U.S. only, ballot 1028 through 1124. Your life, your hopes. And whatever you are searching for at 1.15 a.m., it's really none of our business, and it shouldn't be anyone else's. Protect your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. I'm a wife. A sister. And a grandfather. I'm an office clerk. I'm a research analyst. Dance fitness instructor. Actor. I'm a copywriter. I'm a veteran. I have lupus. Cerebral palsy. I'm blind. And I'm working in a job I love. I love. Because I was given a chance. To contribute my skills and talents. To show that my disability is only one part of who I am. Who I am. Who I am. At work, it's what people can do that matters. For more information, visit whatcanyoudocampaign.org. We'll see cloudy skies for tonight with rain overspreading the area late. The nighttime low 51. Tomorrow will be windy with occasional rain. The combination of fallen leaves and rainfall can lead to slick roads. We'll see a high tomorrow of 56. For Saturday, we'll see on and off rain and drizzle. Expect a high Saturday of 53. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. And you hear this all the time, right? Fights in schools. 10 kids, 20 kids, 30 kids fighting. There's a school in uh, rural Louisiana that uh, last month they were subjected to this. The kids were just running wild. So a a bunch of dads got together and they said, we're going to stop this. And the way we're going to stop this is we're going to show up and be dads on duty. And last month, since these guys have showed up, 
uh, it's a rotating cast of dads. I think the first shift starts from 7.45 to 10.45, then from 11 to 1, whatever the guy's schedules are. But since that time, there have been no fights because the dads know their place mm-hmm. and the kids see the dads responding and go, we're not going to be fools. I mean, no one's got a degree in psychology or criminal right, that, justice. That's what we were watching the clip on CBS Evening News, and the person who was interviewing says, so none of you are school counselors? No. None of you have degrees in criminal justice? No. So what qualifies you to do this? We're dads. And kids know when the dads show up, you shut it down. It's such a great – it's only a couple-minute video. I'll post it on our Facebook page right now um, because it's so worth watching how the dads do it. Yeah. Because they don't do it going in there – They're not heavies. Trying to take over, trying to, like, suppress them. They go in there trying to be fun, engaging presences. And then they interview the kids, and the kids say, I feel safer it's more fun. They're, and someone said, well, why, why, do you, why is it more fun? And the girl's like, they're making dumb dad jokes. Yeah. And he's like, what's a dumb dad joke? He's like, well, you know, they say like your shoe's untied, but like I look down and it's not. It's stupid stuff. <laughs> it's stupid stuff. But they are there. And so the kids laugh at their stupid jokes. And but they're sharing an experience, the kids and the dads. And presence and is everything. Yeah, it really right? is. Is it not? You know that. Whenever your dad shows up, it, you know, the air changes in the room somehow. So anyway, would it be that this was a model for all school districts that were troubled by crazy people fighting in the hallways, right? We need dads. We need dads as part of society. I think over the years, you know, the dad's role has been minimized for whatever reason. You know, dads themselves have not shown up or society has gone. Dads aren't necessary, you know. But it just shows the effect and the neediness of good dads to do the right thing. So that's fabulous. We'll take a quick break. We come back. We're going to talk about the Bible League. Uh, Last week we were raising uh, 5,000 Bibles. We're about half of the way there. Michael Woolworth is going to join us from the Bible League. Your participation, as always, is welcome. Stick ahead. Stick around. It's the Bible League next year on the ride right home. 101.5 WORD. Coming up on Love Worth Finding. Life is full of mystery, misery, and magnificence, but it doesn't seem to make sense. Well, friend, if you get into the 8th chapter of Romans, we're going to learn something of the magnificent grace of God in it all and through it all. Hear Adrian Rogers' series, Foundations for Our Faith, this month on Love Worth Finding. Tonight at 11 on 101.5 WORD. Attention Americans 65 and older. The Medicare annual enrollment period for 2022 has begun. This is the only time to change your Medicare Advantage plan for a whole year. And Smart Match Insurance is here to help. Do you currently have a copay? What about a high deductible? Do you pay extra for dental and vision? Are your out-of-pocket expenses just too high? If you answered yes to any of these, you should call Smart Match. Smart Match is like having a personal Medicare consultant who can help you find plans which include $0 copays, $0 deductibles, even $0 premiums, plus dental and vision coverage for no additional cost. Having the wrong Medicare plan can cost you thousands. Smart Match makes it easy to find the right one with their free, smart, and unbiased help. If you find a plan you like, they can even enroll you on the spot. The Medicare annual enrollment period for 2022 ends soon. The service is free with no obligation, so call Smart Match today. Call 800-871-1592. That's 800-871-1592. 800-871-1592.
Where can you find a mattress store that truly puts your needs first? Only here at the Original Mattress Factory. Our team is here with a no-pressure approach to help you find the right mattress to meet your unique needs. Whether it's back support, comfort, or long-term durability you're seeking, nobody knows more about what makes a great mattress great. We want to make sure you're prepared to make the best choice for you, whether you buy from us or not. Stop by your local OMF store to see the Original Mattress Factory difference for yourself. Who doesn't love a good deal? What if you could confidently know that you're getting the best deal on a mattress on any given day? Not just during one of those today-only sales. At the Original Mattress Factory, we have something better than a sale. A fair, factory-direct price on excellent quality products for everyone, every day. So you can take your time and buy when you're ready. When you're looking for the best mattress at a great value, come to the Original Mattress Factory first. OriginalMattress.com Cleanliness and safety are essential to the success of any business. That's why Cintas has introduced our Total Clean program, a one-of-a-kind service that includes scheduled deliveries of essential cleaning supplies, hygienically cleaned uniforms, and on-site sanitizer and disinfectant services to help eliminate germs. Learn what the Cintas Total Clean program can do for you. Oh, I'm ready! Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday. Michael Woolworth was with us last week from the Bible League. And every day since last week, when I open up my Bible, I think about Michael and the ministry of the Bible League and the work that they do. I mean, it, you just it's hard to not hear these stories that Michael presents and think, I take this for granted. Yeah, you know, I take I, this. Look, I've got. Right. I'm, I'm sitting in my you know chair at home. I pulled out two Bibles here and. Right. Two seconds. And so you, you, your heart breaks, and you wonder about those people who never in their lives have had their very own Bible. And, you know, they're, they're not like, you know, fancy-schmancy Bibles. They're not leather-bound or anything like that. These are basic Bibles. But they come in the person's native language, often the native dialect specific to the region where they live, and it's just so necessary. So uh, our goal was this, that we would raise enough money that we would send 5,000 Bibles out to people in the world, along with the Bible study, the Project Philip Bible study. We are well short of our goal. We're like a little over halfway there, I think. But uh, Michael's with us to talk about this. And Mike, um, good news and bad news, right? We're, cl- we're far away, but we're, we're still within shouting distance. Well, John Kath, let me say thanks for a few moments to keep this before your listeners today. When I think of the aggregate, I look at the aggregate, the relationship of about 20 years between Bible League and Word FM. I'm not disappointed, John Kath. Your listeners have always delivered very, very strongly. They have been incredibly kind to Bible League. And as we've talked about people around the world who are Bibleists, uh, they've always responded very, very generously. I know there's inflation, uh, there's kind of uh, still the, the, the COVID uncertainties, all of those things. But oftentimes, it's just letting your listeners know this campaign can't uh, continue forever. In fact, the good folks of this station have said, let's take until Sunday to get this thing done. But it was a joy to be with you all. Uh, as you say, in the last uh, week or so, we went from zero. We're currently at 60% to goal. We said together, can we solve this for 5,000 Bibleist believers? And right now, a little north of 3,000 have God's Word in their own language. So, John Kath, again, we want to kind of finish strong. would love to meet this goal in a moment. I want to take you to South Africa. But you've got this audio cut from this pastor by the name of Joseph. I mean, I've been sharing needs, drilling down to different parts of the world. Some of these stories have been very difficult to share, but I also want you to know what it's like when a Christian finally gets a Bible. And this pastor shares what happened when he handed a Bible to a woman in her 60s. 
we were in a place called Mpumalanga. The lady there is about 60, 62 years or so. She literally cried. She knelt down and she cried. She never, at the age of 60, she never had a Bible. It is so much fulfilling just to see people like her rejoicing um, when they receive their Bibles. 62 and you get your first Bible. And you cry. Yeah. You get that, right? (laughs) Heck yeah, you do. Of course. So, yeah, Michael, so when you hear that, you think... I mean, it has to animate all of us for the work that we have to, you know, raise money for the Bible League. Because when you hear that that is the the actual response of a person who's never had a Bible before, you think, what, and that's going to cost me five bucks to send a Bible like that to someone who needs it? Yeah, I mean, that's what you're doing, listeners. You're putting tears of joy on the faces of Bibleist believers all over the world. You know, we estimate that as many as nine of ten Christians, the four regions that we've focused on in the last couple of weeks, Asia, Africa, the Middle East, and Latin America, as many as nine of ten have no access to the Bible. They're not able to open their Bibles, uh, John and Kath, on a daily basis and be reminded of God's precious promises. What did Joseph say when he handed this woman a Bible? A little background on her. She'd been a Christian for several years. There's a little bit of wealth in South Africa with some of the resort towns like uh, Cape Town, but most people live uh, very remotely. They live in abject poverty. She had kind of resigned in her own heart and mind. I won't have a Bible. She was grateful to be a part of God's family and to hear uh, the Word of God preached uh, on Sundays, but kind of said, I'm not going to have a Bible. But when she finally received one from a recent Bible League campaign, what did he say? (laughs) She didn't merely say thank you. She wept for joy. Joseph told me, he said, Michael, she sobbed. I mean, she sobbed. Mm -hmm. You could see tears of rejoicing uh, on this woman's uh, face as she finally had that book that would, uh, she could open up and and, and learn more about the great lover of her soul. Um, I I do want to tell you a quick story of 120 questions uh, that can use uh, our 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 benefit from our generosity today. Can I share that uh, quick story from uh, South Africa? Yeah, let me tell you the story of Amelia. And again, John Cass, some of these stories are are very, very difficult uh, to share. There's, of course, a lot of tragedy in these, but they're also hope-filled. I hope your listeners will will catch a glimpse of that today. But here's 120 Christians that could benefit from your generosity. Who's Amelia? Born and raised in South Africa. Um, Very sadly witnessed the murder-suicide of her mother and father. The father, a raging alcoholic, would uh, kill her mother before turning the gun on himself. She witnessed this, young Amelia. When that happened, she and her siblings were split up. She ended up with an aunt who really didn't love her. In fact, the aunt would force this young Amelia into human trafficking. So day after day, what was her life? Well, for lack of a better term, she was pimped day in, day out, even uh, assaulted by a group of men on the streets of South Africa, uh, by a group of men who were never prosecuted for that crime. And so she lived with bitter unforgiveness for several years until a Bible League volunteer, somebody had come to saving faith, received a Bible in a previous campaign, had led her to the hope of the gospel, trained her to share her faith with others, and Amelia would be trained in Project Philip. What is that? That's our Bible study. It's offered all over the world in the different languages around the globe, and uh, she would gather people, invite people to learn more about Jesus. And John Kath, as they would hear her story, the tragedy that impacted her life, and yet the hope that she had... Uh, that just exuded from life in her words, in her actions, uh, her love for them, her desire for them to know Jesus. And would you know it, she and those in her evangelical church there in South Africa have witnessed 120 people coming to Christ. That's uh, 120 in the 5,000 we've been telling you about. Again, we're giving you an intimate glimpse into the lives of these Christians. And uh, again, there's 120 right there that need God's Word. John Kath, we believe we'll hit this goal on Sunday. We know it'll be gifts of all sizes. In fact, we've 
seen gifts for four Bibles. We've seen uh, gifts for uh, 500 Bibles. We've had a $2,500 gift. And so uh, we'll sing the Hallelujah Chorus when that happens. And again, uh, I know we've got a big gap between where we are today and where we need to wrap up in the coming days. But if there's a a group that can get it done, as I like to say, it's the Word FM listening family. Wonderful. Thank you, Mike. 1-800-YES-WORD is the number to call. 1-800-YES-WORD. Or so easy online right now at wordfm.com. You'll see the Bible League banner at the very top of the page. And as Michael says... $5 for one Bible, a Bible. Now, I think a lot of us could say, okay, I can do a Bible. But I ask you to prayerfully consider this. Could you do 20 Bibles at $100? I mean, 500 Bibles is $2,500. Somewhere in between, you know, those parameters, would you please join us? The urgency is now because the the days are going by here. Sunday's our very, very last day. And so we've uh, invited Michael onto the platform once again to say, yes, if you know your Bible, if you love your Bible, if you read your Bible, if essentially the Bible has changed your life, then it's also changed your husband, your wife, your children, your community. God's holy word goes out and changes the world. We're asking you to help change one person's life, just one person. It starts right now at 1-800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YES-WORD, or online at wordfm.com. Michael, it's probably important to say how terrific the Bible League staff is in the different countries of which you visited. Um, it's not a big group of people. I mean, what's the total number of Bible League staff, Michael? Around the world. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, we're a pretty lean staff, uh, paid employees 150, but uh, John Kath, we rely on volunteers, those pastors, those lay people, those evangelists, people like Amelia, the story I just shared, who kind of uh, just take what little we offer them, the Bible studies, the Bibles, they take it, they use it to make much of God, and they point others to Him. And may I say thanks in our final moment together uh, to Carol of Bethel Park, we've heard from Wayne of Pittsburgh, Connie of Cranberry Township. Thank you, Mary Elizabeth from McKees Rocks, Matthew of uh, Beaver Falls, and then Peter of New Kensington. Actually, a gift just in the last few moments of $500. That's enough for 100 Bibles. Uh, John Kath, we started at zero only a couple of weeks ago. Our goal is 5,000 Bibles. We're a little north of 3,000. We're 60% there. Would love to finish strong this Sunday. And I got to tell you, John Kath, you and your listeners, you've been incredibly kind to Bible League. That dates back I think 20 years, it's been an incredible relationship, and we're grateful for every gift and would love to see us finish strong uh, on Sunday. Thank you. Well, listen, we've traveled with the Bible League, both of us. Um, John has traveled much more than I have, but our experiences are very similar. We love Bible League. We love what Mm. you guys do. Um, (laughs) We're happy to talk about it. We're happy to bring others into the fold that allow other people to know exactly what it means when someone gets a Bible that they've never had before, the change it makes into a life, and the way that a whole Mm. community can be transformed. And it's impossible to overstate it. When you see the volunteers and the staff in the Bible League hand a Bible to someone who's never had their own copy of the Bible. I mean, I think about it, and and literally, I mean, no exaggeration, it brings you to tears. It's such a simple but powerful thing that happens almost daily, the Bible League, the work that they do. I mean, I've been in in 
prison ministries in, in, in Africa where guys are locked behind society. And then the Bible League is allowed to go into these ministries, into these, in these prisons, and the men are singing, rejoicing. I mean, <laughs> gigantic laughter and in peals of joy coming from these prisons because of the work that the Bible League is doing. So truly, it is life-changing in every aspect of life, the nature and the quality of the work that the Bible League does. So I'm saying it once more. If you know, love, use, read your Bible, please, in your kindness and generosity, pass that eternal gift along to someone who never in their life, hard to believe, never in their life has held a copy of their Bible in their own hands. $5 is what it takes. So one Bible, $5, $100 will send 20 Bibles out. Michael, you said just someone said, I can do $500. I mean, that $2,500 is $500. Where are you on this? It's a very basic thing. It's the cornerstone of who we are, of our knowledge of Christ in this world, God's holy word given to us, the Bible. So please join us, 1-800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YES-WORD, or online right now, so simply, at wordfm.com. Michael, thank you for your advocacy, for your great work to change the word, to change the world one Bible at a time, the work that you do here at Word FM. Thanks, John and Kath. Our pleasure. Truly it is. 1-800-YES-WORD right now. Online, wordfm.com. Very good. We'll take a break. We're underway here with the 4 o'clock hour of the ride home. Please stay with us. There's one box that you'd run back into your burning house to grab. It's the box filled with your videotapes, film reels, and photos. Those sentimental, meaningful, irreplaceable moments. Hi, I'm Nick Mako. And I'm Adam Baselogger. We started Legacy Box over a decade ago so that we could help families save their memories from being destroyed by floods or fires. And it's not just natural disasters, Adam. Every day, videotapes and photos are slowly fading away, decaying, neglected in closets and attics. Digitizing your old media stops fading, and preserving those recordings means they are safe forever. It's like magic converting your shoebox of memories into digital files ready to watch and share. It's the only way to ensure your legacy is safe for generations. That's why over a million families have already trusted Legacy Box. Legacy Box is simple and easy, it works, and is safe. We'd love to preserve your family's collection. Don't wait. The risk is too great. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to save 40%. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get started and save. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. We all know healthcare costs are through the roof, but having insurance to back you up in uncertain times provides a sense of security to us, right? I'm Kathy Emmons, and about a year ago, I lost my sense of security when I lost my health insurance. It was a sudden thing, a COVID-era adjustment they had to make, my husband's employer said. But all of a sudden, after decades of being covered by the same people, I was on my own. But it turns out, not on my own. You know I've advertised for Todd Marley at Marley Financial for years now. I've loved the sound of what they offer to individuals and small businesses, but all at once I had to depend on them for my own health insurance. And wow, have they come through. From Todd, who took the time to explain all the options, to Carrie, who has walked through literally every bit of paperwork I've had, Marley Financial has been there for me. So if you're looking for a group of people who will be there for you, think Marley Financial. Find them online, marleyfg.com or at 724-884-1496. 
I'm a North Hills girl, and I'm proud to serve that community that I've grown up with. Stock Family Dentistry's Dr. Megan Stock. Nobody in my family was a dentist. It was kind of this innate thing planted in my heart since about first grade. And so God leading me down this path, it's been incredible to not only see my passion come to life, but to be able to do it at home is incredible. Exceptional dentistry, compassionate care. Stock Family Dentistry. Perry Highway in Wexford. Visit StockFamilyDentistry.com. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. To learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year. And to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. about people getting lost in the wilderness often and uh this is a story from uh, last week that uh in colorado last week lake county colorado um a guy went for a walk a hiker was set out at 9 a.m and uh, did not return back when he was expected around eight o'clock that evening so search and rescue team quickly mobilized and they went to look for him and um Five people went out. They gave up their search around 3 a.m. They started searching again at 7 a.m. And throughout the, the search, uh, uh, the search rescue, they tried to call the person's cell phone. But uh, what they realized uh, that the uh, guy later on came back that following day to where he was supposed to be, back to family members, and they said, "Hey, we've you know the search and rescue team. They were trying to call you." And he said, oh, I I saw that number pop up on my phone, but I did not know the number, so I just ignored it. (laughs) So this is what the auto warranty people have done to us. Right. Is that we're out, our life's on the line, we have no food or water, someone's ready to rescue us, but we don't take the call. Right. So the rescue team has some simple advice for lost hikers or anybody else who might find themselves stranded in the mountains. Answer your phone. (laughs) Please. Answer your phone. Would you just answer it? How would you not answer your phone? I don't know. I can't figure it out. It it just has to be an ingrained impulse because the guy has gotten that many spam calls. How many spam calls do you think you get in a day? I don't want to say this too much, but I don't get that many. I Chris, don't. Christy, how many spam calls do you think you get in a day? Uh, I probably get like two or three. I start blocking the numbers. Really? Yeah. I, I block the numbers. Yeah. I think I, I probably get six. A day? And it just... Like, I've gotten... You know, maybe a couple a day just in the last week. It's just really? totally skyrocketed. I get several a week. Maybe. And they're from so many disparate numbers that I, they trick me. Because, you know, if it's an 888 number and you don't recognize I'm not answering that. Right. But if it's like a number from Cranberry Township, oh, I think, well, oh, maybe I, you know, I know people in Cranberry Township. I should probably take. No. Nope. See, that is the little trick no. thing. Right? I know somebody in Bethel Park. Nope. Yeah. Mm-mm. It's it's really it's on my last nerve right it's now. It's very crafty. So maybe if I was out in the wilderness and you were leading my search party, which I certainly hope you would be. I would be. I'd be on the you. front lines. Would you? I would like to think I would answer. Yeah. And then I'd say, hey, Kat, you want some chocolate-covered cashews? <laughs> and I'd say yes. Very okay, nice. so when John calls me, um, did you know that a song plays? No. Yeah. You have a special song for uh-huh. me. I do not know that. I do. Wait, wait. <laughs> I'm afraid to ask. Okay. All right, should I call? Yeah. All right, let me see. Um, okay, wait, let me take, okay. Uh, I don't know. 
We're going to hear We're going to hear the song. I'll click okay. here, John. It's not a funny song. It's just uh, a song that makes okay. me think of you. I'm surprised you're not in his favorites. Look how long it's taken him to find you. Right. Yeah, I, what the heck? I don't have That's any like... favorites. I don't do that. Oh, wait. I'm calling myself. <laughs> wait, I'm calling myself. I'm really important to John, wait, wait. Christy. I'm sorry. It's a good radio segment. <laughs> we're all aging here, John. Sorry. Call the dang number. <laughs> I don't think I can. Uh, you don't know my favorites. Um, you just not. Wait, I'll call you right now. Seriously, go. you don't know my phone number. Yeah. Hey, that's some Jackson Brown. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah, but, but boy, it took a long time to get there. So now Sorry. that we've heard the song, none of us care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't do it. Wait, do you do favorites? Yes, I, I ha- do favorites. I and you're one of mine. Thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, you're one of mine, but just not on my phone. Here. That's all. This is okay. over. Okay. We'll be back in a little bit, maybe. Maybe. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Biden has reached what he called a historic framework. With Democrats in Congress on his sweeping, though scale-back, domestic policy plan. The president says nobody got everything they wanted in the framework, including him. I know it's hard. I know how deeply people feel about the things that they fight for. But this framework includes historic investments in our nation and in our people. Any single element of this framework would fundamentally be viewed as a fundamental change in America. Taken together... They're truly consequential. But House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy says the reconciliation plan proposed by Democrats will cost taxpayers too much. Trillions of dollars in spending, major expansions of government agencies, and even more inflation that will lead to higher costs for all Americans. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. This is SRN News. Remember the kids' game Telephone? The teacher would whisper in the first kid's ear, I have a purple giraffe named Lucy. And then each kid would whisper that to the next kid to see if the message could make it to the end. At the end, little Johnny would of course yell out, My paper airplane is storming your Barbie castle. It's Ryan. And the point I'm trying to make is sometimes middlemen can create problems. At United Faith Mortgage, an important thing about us is that we have a direct lender advantage. We are an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means... Our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. For you, this often allows us to get your loan done faster. And because we lend with our company's money, we can often get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money. We are United United Faith Faith Mortgage. Mortgage. We pay your appraisal fees up to $500. That's out-of-pocket money. United Mortgage Corp, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. You've all helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today. And Mike has a great offer for word listeners on his standard MyPillows. You'll receive a standard MyPillow regularly $69.98, now only $19.98. You'll also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products, such as MyPillow towels, mattress topper, my slippers, and so much more. 
Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square to receive Mike's standard MyPillow for just $19.98 or call 800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. MyPillow is made in the USA, comes with a 10-year warranty so you know it's going to last, and a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. It's time to start getting the quality sleep we not only want but need. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his standard MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954. Maureen saved big shopping epic daily deals at Amazon. So now she's free to become Maureen the Marrier. And with her brand new tableware, everyone's welcome at Maureen's table. All of her family, friends, even her neighbor with the pet. Hey, has anyone seen a ferret around here? Found it. Dig into Amazon's epic daily deals. Spend less, smile more. If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. For over 100 years, QDOT has fixed big mechanical systems for the commercial industry, from hospitals and factories to churches and schools. You deserve to be treated fairly when it comes to your home's HVAC system. QDOT can solve any mechanical challenge, big or small. For affordable repairs, replacement, and maintenance, QDOT answers 24-7, 365. And your safety is their top priority. Call 412-366-6200 at q-dot.com. We'll see cloudy skies for tonight with rain overspreading the area late. The nighttime low 51. Tomorrow will be windy with occasional rain. The combination of fallen leaves and rainfall can lead to slick roads. We'll see a high tomorrow of 56. For Saturday, we'll see on and off rain and drizzle. Expect a high Saturday of 53. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Just yesterday was the third anniversary of the uh, Tree of Life murders in the uh, Squirrel Hill neighborhood here in the city of Pittsburgh. And of course, uh, annually, there is a commemoration that is well and good as there should be. But there is a a new book out by uh, uh, the author Mark Oppenheimer, the, um, it's called Squirrel Hill, the Tree of Life Synagogue Shooting and the Soul of a Neighborhood. And there is a review in today's uh, New York Times about this book. And it's fascinating because it's it's from an outsider's perspective. Looking at Pittsburgh. Right. About you know when a tragedy of this scale happens to a city, to a neighborhood, and especially to a neighborhood like Squirrel Hill, which... To me, is probably the, the most culturally diverse neighborhood. I think it's unquestionable. Yeah. The most culturally diverse neighborhood within Western Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. People from all walks of life, all colors, nationalities, you name it. For whatever reason, they congregate in that most yeah. urban of areas. Mm-hmm. I love Squirrel Hill. I love it too. But to, to understand Squirrel Hill and especially what happened after the murders, Mark Oppenheimer breaks this down. I mean, I, I look forward because the the review is so well done about the slices of humanity that came forth or not that makes Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. 
Arena Rain is the one who wrote the article in today's Times, uh, and you can look for it there. Um, she, as she's reviewing the book, she says that Oppenheimer paints the portrait of an urban neighborhood that never ceded its tight-knit Jewish population to the suburbs. The question of why white flight never occurred in Squirrel Hill comes up in interviews with a number of scholars, many offering contradictory opinions. Oppenheimer writes, everybody has a theory, which means that nobody knows. He does a lovely job, though, of bringing the essence of this charming, walkable place to life. Kibitzing folks bustling between the Jewish-owned Giant Eagle supermarket, the kosher shop on Murray Avenue, the corner Starbucks on Shady, used in new bookstores, cafes, Asian bakeries, and an array of ethnic restaurants, one of the most diverse places in very white Western PA. Alongside them are multiple Jewish congregations representing a variety of denominations nestled among leafy, tree-lined blocks. Right. And then Oppenheimer himself says this, that I was curious to know how people dealt with the aftermath of mass violence. When the cameras and the police tape are gone, what stayed behind? Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I think, you know, if, if you know Pittsburgh, and especially if you walk the streets of Squirrel Hill, what stayed behind was the best of Pittsburgh. Truly, it did. Because there is something that is... And I'm not trying to over-spiritualize this, but if you walk the streets of Squirrel Hill, it's lifted in some way. Mm-hmm. It's it's a cut above. It's a little different than other neighborhoods. And I don't know what that says about Squirrel Hill or the people who choose to be there and live there and work there, but it is. There's a different feel to it all. The most interesting element, I think, about the whole about the whole book or the whole narrative that we read today was, Kath, read this about the, the submarining, because that's really oh, important. Yeah. I think what, whatever your faith is, whether you are a Jew or a Muslim or a Christian, I think this probably is is endemic to all and, people of faith. Yeah, we can understand this about our churches, yeah. right? Um, so they're talking about what to do with the actual building uh, where the shooting happened. Oppenheimer, the author, explains why the site has remained untouched since the tragedy. Synagogue engagement has not changed much, despite good intentions. Quote, submariner Jews may still surface for the High Holy Days, but all the money and national coverage haven't attracted more congregants. As a local rabbi starkly put it to Oppenheimer, quote, Tree of Life's members will do everything for the 11 dead, except show up in their place. I mean, that's a brutal indictment. And it's not just an indictment. I mean, you could say the same thing about Christians. Exactly. About Muslims, about anybody who's a a person of faith. It's a faith crisis. You would do anything, right, for the suffering and the pain, except show up and be part of a community, a faith community. In May of this year, the I'm continuing on with the New York Times article. In May of this year, the synagogue announced that they had hired the architect Daniel Libeskind, also marshaled for the rebuilding of the World Trade Center site, for the design of its new complex. But at the end of Squirrel Hill, Tree of Life's Rabbi Hazan Jeffrey Myers strikes a note of caution, quote, of what value is this task? The endless meetings, the costs, the commitment from communal partners. If so many of our members find no value entering the tree, other than as submariner Jews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'd say that's everything. And if it, it, you're right, it, it's not. It we we are in a crisis in America of non-commitment, of non-community, non and both non-commitment and non-community. And so when something like this happens, you know, funding flooded in, celebrities flooded in, you know, people who were politicians, people who were clergy, people who were. And with all good intentions, I'm not 
trying to say that people were no. coming in for purposes of their own. They they it was felt wonderful. they felt horrible and they wanted to express their sympathy, and that that's a terrific thing. But what about the people who just show up every weekend? Yeah, who just show up for worship? Who walk through the door and those were the people the 11 who ended up being killed and we haven't found that type of devotion to take their place not just a tree of life but in countless houses of faith all across the pittsburgh region and you know we saw this after 9 11 right i mean the sunday after 9 11 oh my gosh we had so many people in our church i remember that day right we packed it lasted for a couple of weeks maybe a maybe maybe even a couple of months okay but then Mm-mm. It went away. I, I think people are hardwired. People know in times of tragedy, you don't want to sit at home. You need to right. gather. We're, right. we're necessary communal people. But on the days when it when it's just quote unquote regular, I'll skip it. I'll sleep in. I'll. It's too much of a pain. I don't want to drive there. I don't want to walk there. I don't want to wear a mask. Right, and it's not the fault of the church that you know. I mean, you can. Make, I think it's our fault. As people, yeah. I really do. Yeah, people. Some people point the finger and go, "Well, the reason you know it's the church is because you know whatever, blah blah blah." You know, they're not secret. Oh, look, I think they're... I think it's our, I think it's I think it's us. Yeah, just I think human beings. We've just become so used to getting our way. We've become so used in this internet culture of being able to access all the information and make all our own choices that when something's presented to us we don't like, we're like, "No, nah, I don't think so. Not now." But you know, you and I have said this. You know, when th- things happen in our lives, you and me. And I'm sure for our listeners as well, good, bad, or otherwise. And you're a regular churchgoer. Aren't you so grateful? For every Sunday you showed up, for every person that you got to know, for every student that you befriended or baby you patted while they were, you know, after their baptism or every, you know, memorial service you went to, because you're now, that's your family. That's your, yeah. It's your church family. And I think, man, I am so great. I need these people. Yep. Right? And, just they, like need, you and need, they need you. Yeah. And just like you need your you know, your mom or your dad or your brothers and sisters, by extension, it's not that far of a throw. These are the people that know you best, hopefully, right, that you're intimate mm-hmm. with, that, you know, pray along with you, laugh with you, cry with you, and do the necessary messiness of what life is. So... I know that church is weird and imperfect, right? I mean, oh believe me, I'll be gosh, the first person to say my, show myself we, there. Yeah, well, we've spent years chronicling the imperfections of churches. You name the denomination. We've, you know, it's weird. Every single story. And, and abusive. It's way beyond weird a lot of times. It's dumb. Well, hopefully it's, it's not, it's, a, you, know, you know what I'm saying. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but we. I'm, it can be. It, it's, there are multiple demonstrated cases of it, it being abusive. It's not a perfect place, but. In the best sense? It is unbeatable, and it is the thing that you as a believer in Jesus absolutely cannot miss. I'm into that. You know, yesterday, last night, uh, my wife and I were out. We were running a couple of errands, and we drove by two bowling alleys, and both parking lots were packed. We were like, hey, look, the bowling alleys are back. So whether, you know, Mike, uh, Mike Adams here, he's a bowler, and for years he was in a league. I want to ask him about that. So ligs must be back. Yeah, I so hope so. People are showing up on a Wednesday night to bowl. Then please show up Sunday for church. <laughs> I'm into that. Please. Yeah, we'll take a break. When we come back. Byron Borger is with us. He and his wife Beth are proprietors of Hearts and Minds Bookstore. You want something good to read? Mm-hmm. Something good to read. Brian has recommendations. Byron next. Byron. You call him Brian. I always do. <laughs> 
101.5 WORD. I'm Donna Cruz. Join Keith Stevens and me this weekend for Keep the Faith. The legendary Cece Winan shares about her song, Believe for It. When things don't look like they're going to get any better, we have to understand that if we continue to put our trust in God, that we will see the impossible come to pass. I hope you can join us for Keep the Faith. Saturday night at 10 on 101.5 Word FM, W-O-R-D. Confused about Medicare? Let me help you navigate the maze. My name is Tom Yakupin, agency owner at West Penn Life and Health in Washington. My staff and I represent several Medicare health plans that you know and trust. And we've helped many people just like you with caring personal attention. Medicare can be confusing, so now's the time to schedule your meeting with me where you can ask questions and get answers you'll fully understand. Call today and ask for me, Tom Yakupin, at West Penn Life and Health, 724-228-7187. We offer real solutions for life, health, Medicare, and annuities. And we're a member of the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating for a reason. Call West Penn Life and Health right now, 724-228-7187. And ask for me, Tom Yakupin, 724-228-7187. Or find us online at westpennhealth.com. Turkey and stuffing, real mashed potatoes, sliced top round, Aunt Emma's broccoli casserole, chicken and gravy over buttermilk biscuits. Am I making you hungry yet? Hi, it's me, Marsha, from The Spring House. You have a special event coming up in your life, a shower, a wedding, graduation party, company party, anniversary event, or any occasion where you'd love to serve all-natural, farm-fresh foods, then it's time to give the Springhouse Catering Department a call at 724-228-3339. From your first conversation with Dawn, who will help you create a menu that's unique to you, to the beautiful, bounteous setup and display that my sister Jill and her crew create, you you will be delighted. After every catering event, Jill tells our cooks, I wish I could take you with me so you could hear all the wonderful comments guests give us. Give us a call at 724-228-3339 or check out our extensive menu at springhousemarket.com for farm fresh catering from the Springhouse. Coming to Pittsburgh November 4th, the Crowder Milk and Honey Tour. Good God Six Steps Records presents the Milk and Honey Tour, featuring Sean Currents. Thursday, November 4th, 8 p.m. at Carnegie Music Hall in Oakland. Tickets on sale now at druskyentertainment.com. Crowder in concert. Tickets and info at druskyentertainment.com. Presented by Drusky Entertainment. You ever think, I I need something good to read? Wish I just knew some a good book. I wish I could just find a good book. Yeah, you know, you know, you know what it is. Like you look at online, or you go into the bookstore and you kind of wander around. But we know a guy. We know a guy who knows books, and if you're in search of something good to read. This is the guy you want to talk to. Byron Borger is with us, along with his wife, Beth. They are the proprietors of Hearts and Minds Bookstore in Dallastown, PA. And Byron's with us to give us some recommendations. Hey, Byron, how you doing? Man, it's so great to be with you guys again. It's been a while. Thanks for thanks for allowing me to be on the show. Absolutely, Byron. First off, uh, let's talk about Hearts and Minds Bookstore. 
We are out in Dallas Town, Pennsylvania, bricks and mortar store that's been here almost 40 years. We're going into our 39th year. Fabulous. Um, lived in Pittsburgh for a while, worked for the CCO, the Coalition for Christian Outreach. Uh, spent a little time at the Thomas Merton Center in Pittsburgh. So I've been in Pittsburgh back in the 70s and early 80s, and then we moved here to open our bookstore, and we've been here ever since. We do a lot of mail-order stuff. we got a website that has uh, not all our inventory listed, but book reviews in newsletters that I put out every week or so. And so there's scads of good stuff out there. And we're just delighted to be able to be a, a store that reads widely and promotes good books to people. Fabulous. Now, Byron, we've seen you down at the Jubilee Conference, which is held annually down at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center. And this, to me, is where you shine. Because all of a sudden, there are literally thousands and thousands of college students. And there you and Beth have worked diligently. And you've put up thousands and thousands and thousands of books on display. And these college students walk up to you and they go, I'm looking for something about X. And then you're able to quickly (laughs) guide them to not one, but multiple titles about X. Yeah, it's fun, and we do that online, too. People will send us emails and say, I've got a son or a daughter that's interested in this or that, science or art or faith or prayer or whatever, and and we love making recommendations. It's sort of what we do. Fabulous. Okay, so without further ado, we've asked you to come on, and, you know, there are so many titles that go through your hands and through your mind, and you're always on top of these things. Why don't you, you know, just sort of hold forth and start to give us some things that we should know about so that we can read and delve into these things? Well, I'll just start going, and you interrupt me when you need to, but I'll tell you what I want to start with. It's uh, by Andrew Peterson, who is a singer-songwriter, really thoughtful Christian guy, and started a a little bookstore and venue in Tennessee called The Rabbit Room, and they started publishing books under The Rabbit Room Press. (laughs) Well, anyway, Andrew Peterson is uh, The Rabbit Room guy, but on Broadman Holman, he has a book called The God of the Garden. Jubilee themes there, in fact, because it looks at the nature of creation being that venue where God begins to to do his thing. And so culture develops, humans are made in God's image, so we're designed to be creative, and we build the kingdom of God. So this God of the Garden is his new one. It's a sequel to one that he wrote on creativity called uh, Adorning the Dark which is sort of about the role of creativity and adorning the dark was so good. It came out a year ago in the brand new sequel, The God of the Garden. It's sort of his story of being a young Christian evangelical that begins to embrace culture making and the arts and music and storytelling and what that looked like for him and why it's so important. So that's a gem of a little book by Andrew Peterson. Andrew Peterson was in town. Um, he, He does this annual event called Behold the Lamb of God which is just exactly. an, an incredible, I mean, it's, it's one of the highlights of the musical journey that I saw, and it's as spare as spare could be. I bet you I saw, my kids were little kids, maybe like four or five, so it's had to be 15 plus years or so ago. I've only seen it one time, but I sure would love to see it again. So that's Andrew Peterson. Well, that is the same guy, and the creativity that drove him to make those musical productions are kind of described in this book. Hey, I'll tell you a book that just came this week, and I'm thrilled. I had gotten an advanced copy. There's a guy named Daniel Grote, G-R-O-T-H-E, from Colorado Springs, mentored by Eugene Peterson before Eugene died. His last book was about wisdom, and it was dedicated to Eugene Peterson. This brand-new one is called The Power of Place. Choosing Stability in a Rootless Age. Mm. And he makes the case that we need to care, like Jeremiah said, seek the peace of the city where God has sent you. We need to dig some roots. We have to give up sort of this nomadic lifestyle where we're always 
moving on, looking for a better job, looking for a better neighborhood, looking for a better church, and we should just try to dig down and look at what uh, the Benedictines call stability. Mm-hmm. And so it is a wonderful book about relationships and honoring your place, honoring your location. I think it's one of the books of the year. Really fabulous. The Power of Place, Daniel Grote. All right. Keep going, by. I just did a book review series at our book notes on memoirs, both Christian and otherwise. I just think it's important to hear how people narrate their lives and sort of walk a mile in somebody else's shoes. So I think reading memoirs and stories and biographies of people is, is important. Um, and one of the most moving ones for me was a book called The Deep Places, A Memoir of Illness and Discovery. It's a guy named Ross Duthat. And Ross Duhat uh, is a conservative columnist for the New York Times. He used to be one of the main editors at The Atlantic. So he's sort of an elite intellectual on the conservative side, uh, very thoughtful, a devout Roman Catholic that's very articulate about faith matters. And uh, unbeknownst to most people, he was desperately, desperately sick over the last decade. Ends up, uh, he becomes, uh, becomes clear that he had Lyme disease. Hmm. And, of course, with Lyme disease, there's a lot of controversy. If you don't get better in a couple of weeks with a little bit of antibiotics, mainstream doctors say, well, then, therefore, you don't have Lyme. And so, therefore, we can't treat you. It must be on your head or you have MS or something. And he sort of was drawn into this countercultural sort of subculture of people that have chronic illness from Lyme disease um, that are looking for a sort of outside-the-box remedies. And as a fairly conservative intellectual, he was like, a, a year ago, I would have almost not believed that I was going down these rabbit holes of conspiracy theories and all kinds of stuff. But when you're desperate because you're so sick, you need to sort of think differently about what the medical establishment says. So it is just a very eloquent, very moving book. Lyme disease was part of our family story. So I wept through some of this. Um, ironically, he and his wife had lived in, in D.C., and they were buying a home up in New England closer to uh, where he grew up. And wouldn't you know, they ended up buying a home next to Lyme, Connecticut, what? which is sort of the epicenter of where Lyme disease came from. No kidding. Tick-borne illnesses. So anyway, it's a study of tick-borne illnesses, but it's about chronic pain. It's about faith. It's about what can we know about medical health? Like, what do you really know? And uh, how you sort of become so desperate with your pain that you start doing wacky stuff. It is a really, really good book, The Deep Places by Ross Duhem. Okay. I, I see it. All right. For those of you that are listening and perhaps you're driving, don't worry about writing these down. Uh, I'm on our Facebook page right now. And for each book that Byron is bringing up, I'm going to put a, a link to it. Wonderful. That's fabulous. You can type fast. This is awesome. Well, here's a book I'll tell you about. It is by a guy named Daniel Strange, forward by Tim Keller. It is called Making Faith Magnetic. It's published by a company called The Good Book Company, which is uh, actually from the U.K., but we imported it into the United States. And Making Faith Magnetic looks at five sort of hidden themes that our culture just can't stop talking about, who we are, the meaning of life, different things and how these five sort of concentric circles can be um, avenues and springboards for talking about the gospel of Jesus Christ. That, in fact, these five points kind of connect with Jesus. Hmm. Uh, This is actually a mission theory that came out uh, about 100 years ago by a guy named Bovink in the Netherlands. And he discovered this five-point ways to connect with people from Bovink, and he said, oh my goodness, this sounds like postmodern 21st century America. And so he has these five magnetic points and then five ways to uh, that Christ can be the magnetic person 
to draw people to himself by having these five conversations. It's really, really interesting. So some cultural analysis and some evangelism skills and ways to build bridge with a, a culture where everybody is asking these big questions about life. Um, they don't think they're religious, but they deeply are. So that's a pretty neat new book that we're happy about. Excellent. Byron Borgers with us, owner of Hearts and Minds Bookstore in Dallastown, PA. Give us your uh, website, Byron www.heartsandmindsbooks.com. Okay. It, it is like no other uh, book website you've ever seen before. And the book notes. Uh, Brian, the, the, the your book notes come out uh, weekly? Eh, whenever I get to it these days. Okay. I used to say weekly, but I have to be honest. <laughs> right, sure. Okay, we've talked about four books so far. Um, I want to. Uh, I want you to keep going, Byron, but I need to just, for bookkeeping purposes, ask you to go back and tell me uh, about the book, The Power of Place. Um, to Give me the the uh, author again. Daniel Grothe, G R O T H E. Oh, got it. Okay. Grothe, he's a pastor of a big, pretty big mega church in Colorado Springs, uh, and it is published by Thomas Nelson. Nelson Great. Book. All right, keep going, Byron. Yep. Well, look, here's one that just came out this week as well by uh, a Catholic author named Gregory Boyle, who some people think is one of our best storytellers alive today. The book is called The Whole Language, The Whole Language, and the subtitle is The Power of Extravagant Tenderness. Mm. Greg Boyle is a priest that has worked for decades in one of the worst ghettos amongst one of the worst uh, uh, gangs in all of America in, uh, in, in, in what he calls homeboy industries. And it's a, a gang program that gets people out of gangs, gets people out of violence and drugs, gives them jobs through homeboy industry all based on the basis of the very deeply Christian notion that everyone has dignity and work. His first book about that was called Tattoos on the Heart. And it was just about suffering in the inner city and gangs and kids, and now he brings the gospel there and the kind of tattoos of the, of the broken heart. Astonishing book. And then the next one was called Barking to the Choir. That came out a couple of years ago and sort of the inspiration for this homeboy industries as he talks about his job training thing with kids. And this brand new one is called The Whole Language, The Power of Extravagant Tenderness. That amidst all these rough street kids, uh, he knows that tenderness is what's under the human heart, and that just compassion and tenderness is what wins the day. So that's really, really a nice, eloquent uh, passionate stories, really a nice collection. Very nice. Listen, uh, Byron, we need to take a quick break, but we want you to stay with us. So can you hang out for a little bit more? Absolutely. Fabulous. Byron Borger is with us from Hearts and Minds Bookstore, Dallastown, Pennsylvania. He's giving us some picks. So uh, if you're in need of something good to read, uh, stay tuned for that. And also, Kath is writing these down and providing you the information in. on our Facebook page as well. They're in. The Right Home with Joan and Kathy. So books aplenty. Stay with us more with Byron Borger. Okay, some good news during a challenging time for everybody. And this could really help. You may know hundreds of thousands of people have already made the switch to MediShare, which is the affordable alternative to health insurance. And with so many people looking at how they pay for health care right now, seeing premiums going up or the cost of COBRA plans, MediShare has a special offer and a lot of people are taking advantage of it. Simply apply by October 30th and they will waive your new member fee. That's $170 savings. And of course, that's just a start. The typical family saves $500 a month after making the switch. MediShare is a Christian community that has shared over $4 billion in medical bills, and it's worked beautifully for decades. I'll give you the number here in a second, and if you call... 
You can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to get your additional savings. Here it is. Call 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. There's one box that you'd run back into your burning house to grab. It's the box filled with your videotapes, film reels, and photos. Those sentimental, meaningful, irreplaceable moments. Hi, I'm Nick Mako. And I'm Adam Baselogger. We started Legacy Box over a decade ago so that we could help families save their memories from being destroyed by floods or fires. And it's not just natural disasters, Adam. Every day, videotapes and photos are slowly fading away, decaying, neglected in closets and attics. Digitizing your old media stops fading, and preserving those recordings means they are safe forever. It's like magic converting your shoebox of memories into digital files ready to watch and share. It's the only way to ensure your legacy is safe for generations. That's why over a million families have already trusted Legacy Box. Legacy Box is simple and easy. It works and is safe. We'd love to preserve your family's collection. Don't wait. The risk is too great. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to save 40%. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get started and save. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. Are you interested in helping people with addiction? Do you want to help others through private practice counseling? Waynesburg University offers a 100% online Master of Arts in Counseling degree, as well as a Ph.D. in Counselor Education and Supervision. Visit Waynesburg.edu. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. We'll see cloudy skies for tonight with rain overspreading the area late. The nighttime low 51. Tomorrow will be windy with occasional rain. The combination of fallen leaves and rainfall can lead to slick roads. We'll see a high tomorrow of 56. For Saturday, we'll see on and off rain and drizzle. Expect a high Saturday of 53. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Books, 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 books. Byron Borger is with us from Hearts and Minds Bookstore, Dallastown, Pennsylvania. Uh, he's got great uh, suggestions. If you need something spiritual, memoirs, Byron's with us. Byron, uh, please hold forth. We love having you with us. Um, this is so nice of you to allow us to share titles. You know, something that should be of interest to all Pittsburghers that just came out about two weeks ago is uh, a book called Squirrel Hills. Hey, Byron, you know what? Something happened. Yeah. Uh, we lost you kind of. You're, all of a sudden, your signal's kind of funky there. Uh, oh, my. Wait. Uh, the book is called Squirrel Hill. There you okay. Go. The Tree of Life Synagogue Shooting and the Soul of a Neighborhood. We oh, yeah. We, we just it. talked about it. The segment right before you ago. came on. This is the Oppenheimer book? Mark Oppenheimer. Yeah. What a tour de force of a work. I have not read it yet. The blurbs in the back are just stunning. Everybody says it is just so uh, moving and, and, and solid reporting and empathetic and caring. It's just a brilliant book that, that looks like it's going to be a lasting memoir of, of a report of what went on Fabulous. in those in those years. There's a longish yeah. article about it in today's New York Times. That's right. That's right. Yep. 
right there in Pittsburgh. What a tragedy, but it's nice to see that a good book like this is not sensationalizing it or anything, but just digging deep into the profound empathy that so many of us had in the inspiring story of that community coming together. Uh, You know, speaking of sort of conflict and difficulties, you know, we continue to stock here at Hearts and Minds books about race and ethnic diversity and multi-ethnic ministry. We believe the people of God should care about that more than anyone. And uh, we just got a book in a week ago called Not So Black and White. And this has been done before, where you get a white guy and a black guy together really candidly talking about their different life experiences. But this is an invitation, as the subtitle puts it, to honest conversations about race and faith. It's by a a white guy named Reggie Dabbs, and uh, uh, I'm sorry, a black guy named Reggie Dabbs and a white guy named John Driver. Hmm. Both are thoughtful speakers, evangelical Christians, the white guy sort of politically moderate, you know, they aren't necessarily used to having this conversation, but they're good friends, and they decided they needed to do it, and so they developed this book together as sort of a moderate manual on kind of how to broach these conversations in a moderate way, in a way that's biblical and hope-filled. It looks very, very nice, not so black and white by Dabs and Driver. Excellent. Very good. Got it. All right, keep going, Byron. Speaking of memoirs, I should have said this right from the start, because I did this uh, book review of memoirs last week at at, at my book notes column. Uh, One of the biggest books of the fall is Where the Light Fell by Philip Yancey. Yeah. And I don't know if you're going to have him on, if you're able to get Phil Yancey on, but this book is huge. It's been years in the making. He says it is the book he was born to write. Yeah. And it's his life story. He was raised uh, by a single mom. His father died before he even had memories. Uh, his mother had some mental illness. Super strict fundamentalist Christian and racist. And he grew up in the South uh, in a very pretty dysfunctional family and a pretty dysfunctional church. And as Phil went on to grow in life, ended up reading great literature and books that expanded his vision. And he would say to this day that certain authors saved his life, and certainly saved his faith. Um, And this is the story of he and his brother, and how he eventually became a moderate, thoughtful, evangelical, intellectual, and great writer, a lover of literature and classical music. I mean, he's really an amazing person, uh, being raised very poor in a trailer in the South. Uh, And he's now, in his adult years, gone back to some of those places to sort of try to make amends to some of the trouble he caused, but also to understand the racism that he believed and apologize for some of that. Uh, Phil is an amazing person. I've loved all his good books. I guess Where the Light Fell is his own autobiography. Fabulous. Where the Light Fell, Philip Yancey. Okay. Um, it's a good read, too. Yeah. I mean, it's really, it's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I, saw a, I saw when that came out, and I thought, boy, the, it, when, when someone like Philip Yancey says this is the book he was born to write, yeah. you kind of sit up and take notice. Yeah. Uh, we're talking yeah. to Byron yeah. Borger, owner of Hearts and Minds Bookstore in Dallastown, PA, talking about uh, new books that are on the horizon and that we should kind of delve into. We probably have time for two or three more, Byron, so hit us. Do you guys uh, have John Mark Comer on the air ever? We have. We've had him on once. I thought you had, and he has that uh, This Cultural Moment podcast. What a good guy. He's been to the Jubilee Conference a time or two. Mm -hmm. His brand-new book is called Live No Lies. Recognize and resist the three enemies that sabotage your peace. 
And the three enemies are the classic from the biblical tradition, the world, the flesh, and the devil. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sometimes the world gets you, sometimes your own sin gets you, and sometimes the devil gets you. And this is how you resist those kind of lies, those kind of enemies. Uh, John Mark Palmer, easy to read, upbeat, great storyteller, fun, but he's doing some pretty serious spiritual formation and discipleship. So if people want to go deeper in their faith and cope with some of the temptations in their life, uh, this Live No Lies by Comer is a good one. Now, one that also gets at some ways to help sort of get at self-improvement, but is deeper, is The Soul of Desire by Kurt Thompson. Yeah, we talked about that one yesterday. Kurt, we had Kurt on the air with us, Byron. He read him just yesterday, huh? Yep. Isn't he amazing? He sure is. He will be one of the keynote speakers at Jubilee 2022 in February of this coming year in Pittsburgh, so people can see him. But that book, The Soul of Desire, Rediscovering the New Science of Longing, Beauty, and Community, it's really, really nice. And there's some paintings in it that he invites people to gaze at. And he says, you know, it's funny. Most people come to a therapist and they want quick answers or biblical principles or a formula to help improve their life. And he said, what if you rewired your your desires, what you really want out of life? What if you looked at this painting and began to get in touch with a deeper longing for beauty? How could that help your marriage? And he's convinced it really will, that formulas and one, two, three answers are really probably not deep enough for most of us. And so this reordering our deepest longings for community and beauty, that may be the real answer of what we need. So I'm a big Kurt Thompson fan. Us too. All right, one more, Byron. How about this one? Uh, boy, I'm kind of dour today. I don't mean to sound uh, sound down, no, no, but another, another book that's just really fun to read because it's so well-written is Redeeming Heartbake by Dan Allender. Oh, really? Dan I haven't, heard, I haven't heard about this. I love Dan. He's been with it's us. It's brand new one. It's co-written with a woman named Kathy Lorelzel. Lorelzel. Uh, Redeeming Heartbreak, the subtitle is How Past Suffering Reveals Our True Calling. So we can get in touch with what God is doing in our life and what our true calling is, the story he's trying to write in our lives, when we begin to get in touch with our deepest pains. And so this is how you redeem heartache, so to speak. It's rich. He tells some powerful stories. Um, If you can sort of take your heartache and turn it for good and put it for better use and redeem some of your time and your place on this planet, you would be a happier person in the long run. So this is the new Dan Allen. It just came out. It's in the Zondervan Publishing House in Hardback. Fabulous. Byron Borger from Hearts and Minds Bookstore. Now, Byron, of course, uh, you give us all these titles. These are all in stock at Hearts and Minds. And, of course, you know, the elephant in the room, of course, the elephant in the world is Amazon. But uh, there's an opportunity for people to go and visit or connect with you at Hearts and Minds. You're happy to ship as well, aren't you? Yep, we ship a lot. In fact, it's most of our business these days. And we, every single day, get an email from somebody that said, I wouldn't have got this kind of service or this kind of personal care or this kind of smile or this kind of wrapping of the book from Amazon. You know, these big, faceless corporations, they crank out a lot of units. But I'm not sure they love books, and I'm not sure they love people. Um, And so we're all about making it human scale and down to earth and really touching people's lives. And we believe books can do that. So it's a privilege to try to sort of remake the old bookstore model uh, in an age of Amazon. It's tricky, but I I think people want that. And so we're here to serve. Excellent. Well, you do a great job. Now, look, if people want to contact you, you just mentioned an email. So can you give email information out or phone numbers? Yeah, it's read like you read a book, R-E-A-D, the at symbol, and then it's heart and mindsbooks.com. 
So our website is www.heartsandmindsbooks. There's a contact there. Or you can email me at read at heartsandmindsbooks.com. Very nice. Byron, we admire your work. I mean, certainly uh, it's a passionate job that you have. You love God, you love the Word, and you put it out there for all of us to be part of it. So thank you so much for your great ministry. Well, we love your work, too. One of the best radio shows in America. So thank you guys for what you do. That's very kind. All right, that's Byron Borger. All the information about the books we discussed on our Facebook page right now, The Ride Home with John and Kathy. Coming up next, does this make sense? Does what make sense? I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. 101.5 WORD. Blessed, happy, makarios are the meek. He's telling us about power that is harnessed by the Holy Spirit. Power that is under the control of the Holy Spirit. Power that is subdued and surrendered to the Spirit. Be challenged this week on Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef. Tomorrow morning at 6.30 on 101.5 WORD. Why are cash out refinances such a big deal right now? Uncle Ryan tries to teach me something. I will say one thing. You know, I really feel like right now, might be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I've been doing this for 18 years now, and I've just never seen a market where the rates are so low and values across the country have skyrocketed as much as they have. That combination, um, I remember one couple in particular, they were looking to do some home improvements at the house, but they were worried about their payments going up. Well, with rates being so low and them building up so much equity in the home over the last few years, we were able to get them to cash out for those home improvements and their payments actually went down a little bit. Every single situation is different, but it does happen more often than you think. So it definitely does not hurt to call. We are United, United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. McQueen Building Company. It's about our people, but it's what others say about us that we really want you to hear. It was a pleasure working with McQueen. Everything we agreed on in the contract was done and done to my satisfaction. I'll certainly have them for any future projects and have recommended them to friends. Jeff works hard, is committed to success, and willing to go above and beyond in his zeal for the best outcome. I highly recommend Jeff. His work ethic and his commitment to excellence. McQueen Building Company. See our work for yourself at McQueenBuildingCompany.com. There's confusion about how to protect yourself from COVID. One thing is certain, whether you're vaccinated or not, you need an accurate thermometer to check for fever, the leading sign of flu and COVID. Be vigilant and contact your medical provider at the first sign of fever. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers that have no scientific studies. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Learn more at exergen.com. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. To learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year. And to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. Make sense. Does what make sense? Natural peanut butter. Yeah, it makes sense. 
I mean, if you look at like, you know, store-bought, you know, Jif. Skippy. It's, yeah. It's Peter all Pan. one, you know, thing. But the natural thing, you know, it separates and has, you know, the oil. On the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then you flip it over or you stir it you up. You have to stir it. I believe it tastes a lot better than the national brands, don't you? Yes. I agree. So, yeah, natural okay. peanut butter. Are you put off by how it can be difficult to combine? It's a lot of work. It really is. I mean, I'm, it, it actually is a lot of work. Yeah. No, because the payoff is in the taste. Isn't it so much better? I yeah. mean, I think it makes sense. I think it makes so much sense that I want to tell everybody how much sense it makes. Well, what about the price difference, though? Uh, I think, well, I can't quote you prices. I was always bad at the prices, right? Right. But I can tell you that it's more. It is more. It is more. Yeah. So you, it's, a you, premium, yeah. it's a premium product. Which, which is crazy because all it is is peanuts and salt. Why is it more, I wonder? Just because it's scale, right? They're probably- yeah, maybe because it's like frou-frou or it's like, you know, yeah, a little it's, it's, it is, it is a little frou-frou. Yeah. You have to admit that. Yeah. I, I love it. Is it. it is If you've never tried it, it's so much more delicious. Yeah. And there's no sugar in it. Peanuts, salt. Yeah. That's all it is, people. Okay, so we agree. Makes sense. Natural peanut butter makes sense. All right, does this make sense? The wedding ring. Okay. Now, here's the deal. My dad didn't have a wedding ring. My dad didn't have a wedding ring. Exactly. Because that generation of men, they didn't wear a wedding ring. It just wasn't part of the culture. I think it wasn't until our generation came up that guys started wearing wedding rings, right? Mm, I think you're probably right. I lost my wedding ring. And I was crushed, obviously. But I felt naked without it. Yeah. I need this on my hand. It's become part of me. It's not necessary. It doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense, but I like it. Does it make sense for you to have a wedding ring? Yes. But here's the thing. Did your mom have a wedding ring? Oh, yeah. See, nanny? Yeah. She had a wedding ring. So all the women always had wedding rings. Right. What's the deal with the men? I don't know. They were the greatest generation. Uh, well, Think okay. they cared about a wedding ring? I don't ring? think they were the greatest in this regard, because I, I think the ring is great. Well, uh, sometimes I'll say, you know... Like, my kids or something, and I'll go, blah, blah, blah. Oh, she's married. And they'll go, how do you know? I go, well, she's wearing a wedding ring. I always look at people's hands it's in their wedding too. rings, don't you? Yeah, yeah. You know, and they go, well, that's kind of weird. You're looking at people see they're married or not. Like, I'm like a stocking or something Try like that. I'm just, look, I'm I'm just curious. I'm not trying to invade their personal space. Right. I'm looking at their left hand. I think wedding rings make sense. Peanut butter, yes. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and, of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com HR. This is a limited offer only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com HR. 
That's bamboohr.com slash HR. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows or Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement offer valid through 123121. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrspittsburgh.com. That is windowsrspittsburgh.com. Your life, your hopes, and whatever you are searching for at 1.15 a.m., it's really none of our business, and it shouldn't be anyone else's. Protect your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey, in your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. This day in Pittsburgh history, it's a big day. It is a big day. It was uh, this day in 2018, October 28th, that the uh, Pat bus fell in the sinkhole. 2018? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, time flies when you're having fun. I mean, was that a great day? I loved the instant memes that were created because of it. It was so great. Because people were, I just read something not that long ago, like like a month or two, someone on that bus filed suit because of an injury. Oh, now that's pushing it. You think that would have been settled like Come on. a long time ago? That's, yeah. Well, why is it pushing it? I don't buy, look how long it's been, right, John. right. I don't know. You know. You know how the legal process works. Yeah. Well, there weren't I, many people on that bus. There were no. like three people yeah. on that bus. Yeah. But you would imagine you could get hurt on that thing. You're driving. What if you were in the back of the bus? When's you the last? First of down. all, when's the last time you were on a bus? I couldn't tell you the last time I was on a bus. Well, the last time I was on a bus was in Europe when I was driving a, around for hours bus. and hours. A pat bus. I bet it's been deck twenty years. I bet for for me as well. Christy, when's the last time you were on a pat bus? Uh, oh, maybe never. Wait, maybe no. I I went to work with my mom one time, like take your kid to work day. Yeah, she takes a bus. She does like a park and ride. Yeah. So I, I was probably like I don't know seven. Oh, see? Wow, wow, that's long. That's two decades. Yeah. I, there was a, d- a daily thing for me, you know, that I would take a pat me too, bus when I lived in Swissville into town and back. Yep. Sixty eight G. Uh, Swissville Express. Is that or what it the sixty one A or the sixty one B? Sixty one B is what I took to Oakland. Yeah. 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 The Pat bus. I mean, I, my uh, I had a cousin who was a Pat bus driver, 
And I, you know, I said, hey, you give me a transfer. I thought I was like, they don't do transfers no on transfers buses anymore. In. Well, thank goodness, because that was stupid. It was kind of a weird thing. You know what the worst thing was? Hmm. Is that you either, it, going into town or out of town, you either paid at the beginning of the ride or after. I was always confused by For, that. I w- and I lived there. I know. Like, with I, someone who's coming to Pittsburgh who's never, but good thing they changed. How that. about, like, you know, you were, like, having to run for the bus. You ever do that? Oh. Do you know me? Oh, you never ran for the bus. I always. Oh, okay, ran yeah, because you're always late. Exactly. Oh my god! And then you'd like be banging on the door, and they would like they would shake their head, no, because you're not at the bus stop. Right. There's some, I'm, I, there are a couple times you think I'm going to fall underneath the bus. Exactly. I need that bus. So I remember bad. the first time I took a Pat bus from Swissvale, and I got on it going the wrong way, <laughs> and I realized that I was going the wrong way, and then I thought, oh. It'll, It'll just loop around. Like four hours later. Right. Finally, just, it's just me and the driver, and he's going to sit there and take a two-hour break, and I'm still there. And you're somewhere down where? Like exactly. Turtle I'm Creek? I'm in Braddock or something. <laughs> I don't know where. Oh, I'm like a Kennywood looking for help. Well, God bless. I, I imagine, you know, the bus is probably not that full, right? I, maybe. I don't know. You know who does good bus stories? My nephew, yes, Josh. You, he, yep. He's a good, he he's a great tell, chronicler of the he bus. He can tell a good bus story. Yeah, it's been a while. I used to like live vicariously through your yeah. nephew's stories. You yeah. go, oh, I've been there. I know that story. Exactly. That cr- <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, another uh, big reason why we can uh, call today significant, and yeah. that is that Facebook has announced its name change. Oh, please. Facebook is becoming meta. Oh, come on. That's ridiculous. I don't no, wait, think so that's Facebook- going to solve the problem. Wait, Christy, Maybe. what do you know about this? So it's it's like Facebook itself is not changing the name, but yeah. But the so, parent organization, yeah. So the like umbrella, yeah. So Google is the alphabet. That's right. just what's changing. So it's it's nothing significant, I don't think. So the Facebook, meta. Instagram are under the same umbrella. That and WhatsApp, and they'll be under Meta. 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 Wasn't Meta like a thing a while ago? Oh, that's so Meta. Right. That, I think I wasn't that a basketball a player? Didn't he change his name to Meta? Oh, really? Ron Artest, he, uh-huh. something like that. Okay. Oh, really? He yeah, was yeah. Meta. Okay. Now he'll sue. That is a copyright infringement right. on my name. Right. Meta. Or he might think he's coming into a big payday. Yeah. Okay, how about Facebook itself? I mean, when it first came out, I had no interest whatsoever in Facebook. And then I sort of felt like family pressure to be on Facebook. Sure. And then, of course, you know, work pressure, you know, dictated to be on Facebook. Right. You can't be in this business and not be on social right. media. Now... I could care less. I, I know, but it's, I would. I, I don't find wanna... it. I find it exhausting. But I appreciate. Like I appreciate hearing from listeners. I just posted all this stuff today on our page, the Right Hill with John and Kathy. Uh, so it's a good way to communicate with people. But I do find it exhausting. I think we've just done it for so long. Do you post on your personal page? From my anniversary. Oh, that's right. You did. Yeah. Over the weekend, I posted something about something, my husband. Something very beautiful. Thank you, Christy. Do you post on your Facebook? I don't. The only thing I do is send memes. My best friend and I send memes to each other. That's on it. Facebook. Right. Yeah. Why don't you send memes to me? We're not friends on Facebook. Oh. You never friended me. What? Did you ask? No. No. See, because oh. you don't want to bring her oh, work I'm, home with oh, her. I'm, no. I'm. Who's what work? Are you, I'm, I'm you more don't want to do that. All my work. Friends. I am more than work. All of a sudden, I got Get Joe, my here. Facebook friend. And the one, he's not even here anymore, and he's no longer my friend. That's how short it is. Oh, look. We couldn't find anything to show for your name. That's what they just said. What? I have, like, everything hidden. Yeah. I'll, I'll find you and friend you. Oh, that'd be nice, Christy. Oh, no, look, I found you. Oh. Look, I added you as a friend let right now. Let me see. Let me turn that around. There she is. And her, and her best buddy. Mm-hmm. No, that's my sister. Oh. Is that your sister? Yeah. Oh, hi. 
Now we get to know all Chrissy's family secrets. Yeah. Right? Oh. All right. See, that's the problem. All of a sudden, everybody knows. You don't want everybody to know this stuff. I want to, I want to know her it's sister. too much to bear. It's not it too really much is. to bear. Have we, no, have we no privacy anymore? I mean, that's a really old picture. I have blonde hair in that picture. That's probably from like 2018. You had blonde hair once? I did. What? Is I mean, that? it's blonde highlights. It's not fully blonde. Oh, okay, that's well, different. But yeah. Right. That's different. I never had blonde hair. And, and we're all grateful for it. <laughs> all right, another news today. Yep. Uh, it sounds like um, there's been a uh, custody hearing oh, that's, that's right. happened in the country of Spain. Yeah, but it's a little unconventional. Right, a judge in Madrid has granted a couple joint custody of their dog, in a rare ruling that marks a step towards the recognition of pets as living beings under the law, to be considered different from property. The couple, a man and a woman who had been together for 20 months and shared a border collie for more than a year, went to trial to determine who the pet should live with following their breakup. Mm-hmm. Good gravy. That's right. Christy, this just goes to show, be careful who you marry. No Great. one's getting Milo but me. Milo. No one. Huh? I'm glad I share my Gus and Char with Eric, and I feel good about it. Very nice. Hey, we're on Facebook. Find us there. We're on YouTube as well. Meta. John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.